Useless fuzzball. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 44 of the Erasable Podcast. Today, we are covering um, part four of our Just Fresh Point series, so it should be a pretty short show. Um, we're making making room to have a really awesome show for episode 45. Uh, I'm hosting tonight. I am Andy Welfley from Wood Clinched. And although we all like a natural wood finish on our pencils, uh, sometimes I just want to get lacquered up with these two guys, Tim Wassum <laughs> and Johnny Gamber. Hey, guys. What a, what a beautiful image. <laughs> getting lacquered up. I can smell it already. <laughs> uh, how's, how's it going, going Andy? Good. I feel like for the first time in a long time, we are sticking to our biweekly schedule. It's been two weeks <laughs> today true. since we recorded last. Throw me off. I feel like a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> sticking to like our you, deadlines. Like you showed up for time to like showed up on time for class. Yeah. <laughs> Look around like everybody's already here. <laughs> what? Front row. What time did you get here? <laughs> so we uh, we have our Mixler live stream going. So uh, we have a bunch of people in the chat room talking about this. Um, so uh, I apologize. So I'm actually finding out uh, the hard way that when I create an event for this in the group, it does not convert it to Eastern time for those who are in Eastern and like Central time for those who are in Central. So oh. it says 5.30, but a lot of people might not read that that's 5.30 Pacific. So These people have been here for three hours. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, so I actually wrote down a note to talk to the events team about that at work because it seems like... It would be great to convert that time zone. Anyhow, uh, that's... Why take care of that for us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go ahead and, you know, bang some code out and push it. And <laughs> boom. Um, we should probably talk about the tools of the trade. Tim, what are you drinking and writing with today? I'm drinking tea tonight because uh, I need to go to bed early because I've been staying up entirely too late for a while. I, I do this thing every year. I think I've talked about it before, but in January, I start watching Ken Burns' baseball too it's like it's like my like liturgy for getting ready for uh baseball season <laughs> i watch all <laughs> 22 hours of it or whatever i'm going to church yeah <laughs> and uh and so i've been doing that and so i've been staying up late watching that so i mean i'm drinking tea because i'm gonna go to bed when we're done i'm drinking yogi brand egyptian licorice tea Ooh. which uh sounded disgusting to me but is now it's one of my, it's my favorite tea i drink it huh. a, whole, a, a lot it's not i don't know how to describe it it's it's it has that you know liquor, black licorice flavor, but it's very subtle. And it's mostly just has a lot of cool spices. And it's See, delicious. I, I just take a shot of absinthe if I want that liquor liquor taste. <laughs> yeah, well, that's <laughs> in there too. But yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> um, so so that baseball documentary is that uh -huh. something that you would recommend to somebody who is like interested in the idea of baseball, but is pretty ambivalent toward like uh, baseball in real life? That's a great question, Andy. <laughs> well, thank you, Tim. <laughs> Episode one, yes. Okay. Episode one is kind of like uh, where did baseball come from gives kind of waxes poetic about the nature of baseball and why we love baseball. Yeah. Uh, and then starting with the next one, it kind of gets into more of like a nitty gritty timeline sort of thing, hmm. which it still stays. I think it stays just as interesting the whole way. But if you're just interested in baseball, you're not going to, I mean, watching all 22 hours might be a little unreasonable, but there are, there are, there are always really good storylines throughout each one. I mean, Ken Burns is a master, but yeah. the first episode's incredible. I've showed it in school before and yeah. kids found it interesting. <laughs> all 22 hours for the yeah. next month, yeah. kids. We're that, was, that was the easiest month of my life. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and they've been writing about it ever since. So, I, uh, I, I like base like out of all the sports, I like baseball aesthetically and sort of the idea of baseball the most. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm just I don't want to invest. This sounds sounds awful. I just don't want to invest in like the the stats and the players and like the. I don't have the think space for it. I guess. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah but uh, I. I wrote a thing. I think you saw it, Tim. My my like ten reasons why I've decided yeah. to become an A's fan for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> right. Yeah. On medium. Yeah. I love that post. There's a yeah. there's a guy at work who um he works he's like a line chef at the cafeteria and he I just noticed the other day he has a Fort Wayne Tin Caps hat. Oh, cool. And it's like the minor league team from my hometown, um, which has a super cute little like angry apple on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just like, holy crap, are you from Fort Wayne? He's like, well, my mom is. That's where he got. <laughs> I have a Gary Railcats hat around here somewhere. A Railcat. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. awesome. There's also the Lansing Lugnuts from Lansing, Michigan. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that's, them. That's I was thinking of Lansing, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, we've gotten off into like a full-blown baseball <laughs> we, Apparently. This is I'll the, save this for my other podcast. This is the Andy and Tim podcast. Baseball <laughs> podcast. Uh, and I, I am writing with a Jumbo Tri-Rex that I got from Johnny which is really awesome, and using the doll sharpener that he recommended in the last episode, which I got. And it's uh, definitely love it with big pencils more than the, the classroom-friendly jumbo. Yeah. Uh, you get a little bit longer point, and it kind of tapers it a little bit to like a real real fine point. So I love it. So I'm using that, and I'm writing in a write pads pocket notebook, which I'm going to talk about later. Hmm. Oh, which one are you writing in? The blue one, like the navy blue with graph. I have the red one at school. It's covered in Star Wars stickers that my son put on it. Um, I feel like I've gotten better about not treating like notebooks like they're precious and not mm-hmm. using them. But I just, I just can't bring myself to use these, these bright pads because they're so beautiful. Yeah, I, I like think to send I'm you another be... set. You could bust them up. Yeah, that's what I should do. I just, I should just <laughs> buy it for my own damn self. They're, they're, they're not expensive. They they're just, same, same they price. Look expensive. Field notes. Yeah, that's yeah. true. There's more paper. I think they're so gorgeous. I will say they, they hug the, your butt a little better, the lack okay. of staples, which is, I think, part of the point. I hope. <laughs> or I just embarrassed myself. No, no, no. <laughs> I think you're... <laughs> it was the first time for everything, right? We were all thinking about your butt anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> As we do. <laughs> Don't tell everybody we're actually on the same room. <laughs> yeah. we Stop. Have, we just, always have been. Yeah. We all live in Baltimore. I just use Pacific time for giggles. <laughs> Johnny, what's your, <laughs> what are you drinking and writing with? Uh, I'm drinking like my seventh or eighth cup of coffee, which is, I just ground up some Trader Joe's Columbia Supremo, which is way too light, but it's pretty good. And I am writing with a Mitsubishi Uni Penmanship 6B and a Chicago Field Notes, which I've almost filled up because it's just really cool looking. Yeah, yeah. Chicago is beautiful. Or that Chicago notebook. Yeah, I put two packs. I thought they were going to be a limited edition. They're not. Oh, they're not? Standard. I don't think. Oh, I don't think so. Maybe. <laughs> okay, I have no idea Tim's what I'm talking about. Blown. It says FN28 Chicago edition. Oh, it's not part of our limited colors edition. It's just a little something we whipped up to keep ourselves busy and warm. I'm confused. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> they look like little strippers. <laughs> what? <laughs> I know. What did you say? The little stars and the stripes. It looks kind of dirty. That's why I like them. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just make a pasties reference? Oh man! <laughs> well, I learned something new about Johnny. <laughs> I am drinking a uh, monk's blood uh, dark ale, Belgian style dark ale. 
Has have either of you ever had this? No. No, no. It is intense. I bought it a while ago and just sort of forgot about it, and I broke into it today. Uh, it is a Belgian-style dark ale brewed with cinnamon, vanilla, oak chips, and dried figs. It's pretty intense. It is not made with real monk's blood, at least that I can taste, <laughs> asks uh, to respond to Harry Marks. Good question, Harry. <laughs> yeah, good question, Harry, <laughs> as far as I know. Um, yeah, it's really good, but it's it's funny because like, it's, it's, it's definitely not as cold here as I'm sure where it is where you guys are. Uh, Where's but, your baby? Yeah, but it is cold for the area here right now. It's actually 65 today here. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, then it was colder. It's like, it was like in the 50s today. Mm. Man, I didn't... I didn't it's going to be like 40 in two days, but... Uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it swings like crazy up in the mountains here. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is this is what I'm drinking. And I'm writing with... Um, Actually, I just found my Midori brass bullet pencil. It's been lost for months. And it's actually, I thought that maybe I left it in Indiana somehow, like in, it fell behind, like, fell behind something when, it, when we moved. So I was just going through something and I found it. So I'm so excited. Um, and I, I also sort of real, didn't really remember how kind of crappy this pencil is that <laughs> comes with it. Yeah. I've so. had a, I've had a 602 stub in there forever. Yeah, stop using those. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Um, I have a Palomino HB that's kind of ending its. It's passing the surpassing the Steinbeck stage, so I think I'm gonna saw it down and put it in there soon. I support that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, anything before we move on to fresh points? I think so. Oh, this is a totally random question. This is not yeah. officially part of my fresh points, but so I have a I have an Amazon gift card burning a hole in my pocket. Uh huh. The have either of you tried the Mitsubishi ninety eight fifty two the EW the like natural one with the yep. like dark purple? How is it? It's awesome, but the eraser is a piece of crap. Okay, but like, I mean I don't really use erasers anyway. I noticeably just use it better than like a Forest Choice or something that looks similar. Mm, no, I don't think so. It's not cedar, okay. but it, it is sort of um, rough in a good way. Gotcha. It's right. a. Just it's the 9852 EW. Yep. Yeah, it feels like a palette. Huh. Hmm. I uh, I don't think I've used that one. Yeah, it looks looks real sexy, but yeah. I uh Hmm. Huh. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get those um the uh penmanship pencils for 488 for a pack of 3 on Amazon. Nice. And it takes just long enough from Japan that you forget you ordered them. And then it's a Monday, and you're like, "Ooh, what's this?" <laughs> so nice, nice little surprise. That's cool. Yeah, we. Um, I'm sure that I'm sure that everybody in the group has some ideas of how you can can use that. You oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna crowdsource that or whatever yeah. you call that. Yeah, crowdsource. We should first. We should crowdfund it so you can get extra money in order. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it just keeps getting better. <laughs> uh, Tim, do you want to do you want to transition us into fresh points? Sure. So the first thing I was going to bring up was the Chicago field notes because I was so excited about that. And I actually haven't bought a set of field notes, a new pack since, gosh, when was the, what are the last editions that have come out? Uh, I didn't get Snowblind. Snowblind. The Shenandoah. Oh, I guess Shenandoah. (laughs) That felt like forever ago, but that was only like a few months ago. (laughs) (laughs) Felt like I haven't ordered one in six months, but that's the last new pack I got. I didn't get any of the special editions that came out. and then my subscription ran out, so I just kind of—I well, wasn't even expecting this until you guys sent the sent the text and with the link. 
Yeah. I, I had missed it on the group too. So I was, of course was super excited about this. Yeah. And now, uh, you know, the fact that it's someone in the group, I think it was at Mets. Someone in the group said it's more Michael? or less a, was it Michael? Yeah. Michael. Yeah. Uh, saying that it was more or less a, uh, a standard edition, mm. which I don't know what that means, but that sounds, I like the, the more part. Yeah. So, um, Does that, being a permanent edition. So, did I see that it's still using the 50 pound paper inside? That's what yeah. Johnny said. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. It says, it says the cover is our standard French paper co Duratone 80 pound packing brown wrap featuring Chicago's sky blue and red flag ranked the second best municipal flag. Yes. Flag. It is. Yeah. Both colors on the list. Is it? Shout out. <laughs> number 18. And it says, inside you'll find a new set of Chicago-centric practical applications and our standard Finch 50-pound bright white graph paper. There's a really great episode of um, 99% Invisible, that design podcast, um, where they talk about um, flag design. Uh, Esperanto? Yeah. It's, Esperanto um, flag? Or, uh, listen at home. They, it's, oh man, what is it, what is it called? Vex, Vexillionaire it's, is the name of the episode. Um, yeah. But yeah, they vexillologists. Vexillologists ranked by vexillologists yeah. as America's second best municipal flag. Yeah, yeah which is pretty awesome. Um, yeah, it's I like the Chicago flag. It's actually one of the few like city flags that I've ever actually like paid attention to before. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a cool looking flag. It's nice and simple, but not. So, so it's, Michael, it's, sorry, go on. I was just gonna say that the colors I like it because the colors of the flag are. It's essentially red, white, and blue, but then it sort of catches you off guard because it's baby blue, or you yeah. know, that like light blue, which just kind of makes it. I love that. I guess they call it sky blue here, but yeah. Michael says the uh, practical applications in that one are on point. Do you, do you feel like reading us a few, Tim? Oh sure. Where are they? Uh, in the back. Is that no, I don't have them. Oh, you don't have it with you. No, I don't. Have I have yet. one right here. Oh, well, I, haven't ordered, I haven't ordered them yet. I'm planning on. <laughs> okay. It. One of them is rat pr- proliferation documentation. It was pretty good. <laughs> That would also apply to Baltimore. Um, Barry Suborders. I don't know what that is. Little City Hall Bar Tab. <laughs> Red light cameras to avoid. Dibs dibbed and disregarded. Right on. <laughs> Dibs dibbed. Best ways to get on LSD. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm guessing is that a play on the L? Like the L train or something? Oh, or just man, I don't know. I live in the wrong city. <laughs> I definitely there should be a Hemingway reference in here somewhere. Is there a Cubs reference in there? It could be big. No, um, you might not like this. Number thirty oh, is scoring yeah. Sox games. Oh, damn it! <laughs> in Baltimore, our red light cameras were disabled because um, they weren't working right. So our whole system is down. Score Sox games. That book's going to be empty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a baseball nut, and I know that's funny. <laughs> uh. So that was all. I just want to mention, uh, bring it up. We didn't talk about it last time. I'm really excited about it, and I will order some despite the blasphemy in the back, but, you know, that's nothing a Sharpie can't fix. Uh, so that was exciting, and uh, <laughs> nothing a Sharpie can't fix. And uh, I'll be ordering some. And I was also going to bring it up. I actually, in within a few days, had two casualties of my 211s, um, my precious Blackwing 211s. No. One was in my pocket, which has never happened to me. It was in my pocket, and I just lightly bumped into a table, and the thing, like, exploded in my pocket. <laughs> what? Yeah, it just shattered. Like, 
You're totally into into two pieces. The, like the barrel, like the wood mm-hmm. barrel. Yeah. What? Yeah, it just went. I just heard a whoosh, and I and I pulled it out of my pocket, and it was like crumbling. It was weird. That's super know, weird. Which that one? I've actually got that one <laughs> right here, and I'm, I'm I'm such a nerd with these that I I use duct tape to fix it. <laughs> so that one's still. Did you? That one's still usable. But did you see if it like broke along, like the sandwich was, lines? It was the one that I mentioned last time that had those weird like splits in it around. Oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. So that might have weakened it, but I did. I did manage to get it basically straight again using a little strip of duct tape. <laughs> so, so I can still use it. I've got about nerd four inches of usable two eleven there, and then the other one fell in the toilet, which was. <laughs> I found I had some bad luck. And my Henry dropped my phone in the toilet, and then a few days later, I dropped a Blackwing in the toilet, which <laughs> was not a pleasant. There's a little bit of a lacquer on there, right? It was, both, it was clean both times, it? but yeah, I, I was going to use it. it. Tim's a little bit lacquered up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I love me some lacquer, but <laughs> so that was that was sad. So that was that was brief. I just wanted to share that because I, I felt very upset about that, and then. Um, Last thing I was going to talk about were the right notepads, pocket notebook, like what I'm using right now, which we've talked about before. Johnny had brought them up, and Johnny sent us a pack, and I'm in love. I don't think I've talked about this on podcast before, but I really, you know, I I can see this rivaling other notebooks, which I feel like I've said before, but as far as a standard pocket notebook that I like to use, maybe the only thing that would make it even better is if it you could just get graph or just get blank or yeah whatever which i'm sure is in the works i'm sure that it was just like uh, i know they're not just planning to stick with the three pack but i still i'm using all of them and i really like it a lot and and i talked to chris and he mentioned that the what do you call this the, the kind of binding this is um it's perfect glue binding. perfect binding so it's pretty yeah it's perfect bound and it's pretty it's kind of stiff when you first use it and you just kind of you know, crease it to get it to open. And Chris said that the type of glue they used is so strong that you can actually crack the spine as you use it. Hmm. Like like you would with a paperback book. Yeah, I did that. Which is which is wild. And I've been doing that. I mean you can just like crack it wide open and crack it flat Oof. and this thing's not falling apart. So they're really strong. And they definitely feel like I mean I could see these costing fifteen fifteen bucks easy and they're the same price as field notes. Yeah. You said there are more pages, which might be true. I don't know if that's the case, but the papers definitely Nicer. Yeah, you can crack them. Um, was I guess height wise down the middle of the book. Mm-hmm. You keep them in your back pocket and sit on them a lot, and they'll survive. That's awesome. I can yeah, see. I can. <laughs> can yeah. also got one really wet and it didn't really wrinkle too much. Nice. So that was. I just wanted to bring that up. And if anybody's not checked those out yet, you definitely need to go to Write Notepads and and order a pack because they are they're fantastic. I really love it. You get a, a navy, like sort of a dark, dark blue, navyish blue, with graph paper, and there's a white one that has blank paper and a red one with ledger paper. Yeah. So. This so, episode brought to you by Write Notepads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Joe Lebo and I have some from an event where um, they're blue and the front is stamped with a jeans pocket in gold, and they say Baltimore in gold. Ooh. They're super awesome. I was going to send you guys some, but I used them up. So. Are, do you think you they're going to have them? Do you think they're going to do a custom editions like they, um, like their regular like notepads? I don't know. I haven't talked to Chris in a while. Hmm. 
We're snowed in. I should have gone down to the bindery and knocked on the door. <laughs> oh, we're all Dude, snowed together up? here. <laughs> notebooks. Brought some beer. <laughs> we never drink beer when we go down there. Never. <laughs> that sounded suspect, but uh, <laughs> that's all I've got. That's that's all I was going to bring up tonight. Cool. How about you, Johnny? There were those really cool dead prints that came out. So did you guys get a set or sets? I did. Let you I didn't two. even find out about it until they were gone. I, I have to admit, uh, this is a shameful to admit, but I am one of the ones who jumped the gun on it, on the ordering. <laughs> That's not really shameful. <laughs> so do, do you want me to describe the... Guess, right? Yeah. Do you mean to describe the how it unfolded, or do you, do you yeah. want to do that, Johnny? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, if you, if you were just hanging out um, kind of early yesterday, at least early West Coast time, um, you uh, Draplin posted in the group, he was like, hey... Um, I have a bunch of the dead prints left. I'm going to put them up for sale sometime today. I will post back here when it's ready. Uh, and then you can start ordering and then two per human. Um, so people were refreshing and refreshing and I was just kind of monitoring the thread. Uh, and all of a sudden on the old dead prints page, which is, um, well, the, de- the old, um, DDC 054 page, which is where he put like his factory floor stuff. Um, there was still a like sold out image for the 2015 dead prints. Excuse me, not de- factory floors, not dead prints. And uh, there was an active buy link at the bottom that said dead prints on it. And the first person who spotted it posted in the field nuts group and was like, Ooh, Hey, this works. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I should go do this. So I went and I purchased two of them. Uh, everything went through. And then we were like, Oh crap. Uh, Draplin did not like say give the go ahead and say that it was live like he was going to. Uh, <laughs> so this is going to be interesting. Uh, <laughs> so I sort of waited around to see if he was going to uh, be refunding people their money um, who jumped the gun on it and then like reopened it back up to ordering because uh, pretty soon that link disappeared. So I, I guess there were, were enough like it was small enough in volume where he just decided to let those um, let it go. So he was mm-hmm. like, hey, people jumped the gun, but there's still enough time to, um, or there's still enough orders, like stock to, to allow those orders. Uh, because there were a few other people who uh, ordered again uh, after that, just once the legit like product page came up. But mm-hmm. I'd be interested to know just how many people just sat there refreshing, refreshing, refreshing <laughs> their browsers, waiting for that to happen. I, I was not one of those, but I did jump the gun. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. Oh, and then um, once that sold out, he relisted all of the people who sort of did a double order, who jumped the gun, and then did a like a legitimate order. So he put those back on, and uh, yeah, then that was kind of like a second rush. But yeah, I sold out in an hour, which is pretty great. Um, Johnny, did you did you score a pack? I'm a jerk, and I bought two. <laughs> hey, no, I but I did too. That's what the that's what it's allowed. Yeah, I'll probably use one and yeah. say I'll give the other I, one away, and then I'll just use them too. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be interested to see. There's a there's a thread going on Field Nuts right now that I'm interested in in how many states are being represented in the dead prints, because so far I have not seen an Indiana state dead print. And my guess is that, you know, he does all these posters at different printers. Uh, I think Indiana was one that's done it the half and half in South Carolina. Um. So I'm I'm guessing that uh, they just don't, haven't given him dead prints for it. 
So if anybody sees an Indiana one, I will be more than happy to trade you because I would like one of those. What? I didn't even know he did a Maryland one. Did he do a Maryland one? Yeah. Didn't know that. Where'd you hear that? Uh, I just Googled it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was here last year. Yeah. This spring. Yeah, so I'm trying to figure out, yeah, what which states he does have. He has a lot of California ones, and he has a lot of, um, oh, what's the other one that I've seen? Las Vegas ones. And he has all those shuttle poster ones, which I just love. I think the shuttle ones is gorgeous. I do want to <laughs> say real quick that, you know, Field Nuts is intense, and there's a lot of, like, bickering and stuff that happens there. But it is, it is sometimes fun to just, like, get caught up in the excitement that happens there because everybody is genuinely super excited for Field Notes. So, yeah, yeah, it's a. Uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of super intense, super serious people on there who will get every member of their family to make a purchase when when things happen. There was somebody bragging about how he had like four family members standing by, which is like, well, like if they're just going to give it to him, then that's not really cheating, I guess. But whatever, um, nuts will be nuts, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I feel <laughs> like a lot of the. Um, yeah, the jokes about mental health on there it's been got a little out of hand. Yeah, it's not funny. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. But yeah. uh, I'd go on record saying that that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. So our our group has has never bickered over silly stationary things. So no, no. It's never ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> not this week. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. No. So um. As I'm sure a lot of folks who listen to this podcast struggle, um, I can't decide what kind of length I like for my pencils for points. So I'm sort of juggling my masterpiece, <laughs> that sounded weird, and uh, the brass one, which is sort of the short wedge, and then the doll, which is in between. And, um, you know, it, it involves a lot of soul searching. <laughs> so it's what I. <laughs> I go on a vision you quest guys, and take them out to the wilderness. Yeah, I can't even like pick take a pencil. Peyote. Using yes, peyote. yes, no, ten cups of coffee. <laughs> That'll or do, you yeah. can make tea with cedar, I guess. The whatever they put in there to, <laughs> to um, get a little bit of the dust. Yeah, but um, I mean, I can't even pick up like a pencil and decide what kind of point I like for it. Today I had a two eleven in the masterpiece and then some ridiculously short point sharpener. I can't make up my mind. It's not really good to the pencil if it suddenly gets short. But um, I think we should do some sort of survey. Although I don't know what it would be good for. <laughs> I think uh, I think that would be a a good episode though to talk about point length. About that would be the nerdiest thing ever. Point length, yeah, and like yeah. actually, like create. <laughs> we could create a like a Google Doc to share in the group that has like the whole spectrum to like land things <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and decide, decide the uh, spectrum. Like this is the smallest, and this is the longest, and like basically you put the the brass wedge on the left and then you put the masterpiece on the right and we'll just fill in the middle like yeah <laughs> matthias has measured the uh, angles of a lot of sharpeners he's got a chart on his website i should look put that in the show notes yeah well, that's insane it's awesome. yeah matthias is very awesome. precise yeah and you know i'm nerdy enough that i've got it saved <laughs> <laughs> like, or bookmarked rather a can, direct consult. link on your phone to your... <laughs> it's an app you know, um, another thing I've noticed a lot in our group and in Field Nuts group, especially our group, is that everybody seems to be drawing now, which is really, really awesome. Yeah. So I don't know if this is related to the adult coloring books or just the time of year 
or the pencils are so awesome. But yeah. it's very good to see. I hope folks will share some of their drawings. We do it in our group. It's very private. Yeah. Mm. Mine are obscene, so I won't share mine, <laughs> but I'll clean one up. I'll erase the words. <laughs> you like censor it with like big black marks, like huge black marks? That'll be a use for a Sharpie. <laughs> Actually, you could black it out with this um, penmanship 6B pencil. There you go. Yeah. That's so it's like writing with a piece of smooth coal. Smooth it's coal. ridiculous. Yeah, I, f I found that a lot of pencils that are this dark have so much graphite, they're not actually smooth because they don't have enough of the, um, I guess, binder smoothener or oils. But this one is nice and oily and delicious. Well, I've always wondered about that because, you know, pure graphite is actually used as a lubricant, right? Yeah, but only if it's pulverized because the um, uh, particles move against each other. Pinewood Derby trick from Cub Scouts. Huh. And so our so pencils is not pulverized. It's just like how big are the actual chunks of pure graphite? Well, once they put the um, the wax in them, I guess they don't really come apart anymore. Oh, huh. it's interesting. So they mix it in with the pulverized Bavarian clay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, they, you can get in a spray can to spray your locks if your locks get jammed, or if you know. You just like that kind of thing. Let's <laughs> rail up your car. <laughs> Can we use graphite as sort of like a pencil graffiti? Like I like go did. tag a building with a graphite spray? I guess if you sprayed it with glue first, you could spray it with <laughs> the graphite. That'd be pretty cool. And you could spray some fixative on top. The Erasable that Podcast does not condone. <laughs> no, we just need to like hoard, hoard huge amounts of shavings and then like put a smear, like spell something in, in glue <laughs> and then just throw shavings all over it. <laughs> That seems like a modern art museum sort of thing. Like, yeah. You could pass it off. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's all I have. How about you, Mr. Andy? Oh, man. Well, I, I feel like over the last year, um, most of my fresh points involved. So I've gone to this new city and I've checked out this pencil scene <laughs> there. And I guess it's true because I have been traveling more than I have before, which is awesome. Um, and I really honestly don't mean it as like a humble brag, but I, I definitely genuinely enjoy like checking out the stationery and pencil scene in, in new cities when I visit there for work. Um, so I, I did go to Seattle for the first time ever last week. Um, actually a, a week ago today, I was only there for 36 hours, but it was lots of fun. So yeah, I went to the Starbucks roastery. Um, of course I went there and bought a crap load of the Starbucks, uh, roastery notebooks, <laughs> which, uh, by the way, if anybody here, has been wondering, which I did, they still have a full stock of all three of the editions. So, oh, cool. I thought oh, they yeah. weren't going to do the Woodwinds anymore. I, I think that probably it was just a limited run, but they they, may, probably, they probably had to make so many that they still have a bunch left over. That's great news because those are awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're really great. So, um, yeah, if you are going to Seattle, if you have friends in Seattle or doing the usual like thing where you bag Seattleites to buy your notebooks, um, mm -hmm. yeah, they're fantastic. I... Picked up a pack of the wood ones for Johnny and a couple other friends. Um, I <laughs> I didn't want to open it up with uh, everybody because I just didn't have room in my luggage to come back with all that. <laughs> so, um, and and they did. They definitely had a uh, smaller stock in the store of some of the two older ones. They had a bunch of the Capitol Hill ones, but. Uh, the lady told me that they have a bunch in the back, and she was like, "Yeah, I hear that there's just like groups of people who just like collect." these field notes and just there was one guy who came in here and bought like 
$100 worth of them. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yes. You, <laughs> you have no idea. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, Jim? <laughs> yeah. It was a, uh, no, it was a super cool experience. It, like Starbucks is not my favorite of the coffee chains out there, but it's like solid. And uh, it's like a coffee theme park. It's so cool in there. They have like, cool. you can get your Starbucks coffee made in many different ways, like drip or pour over or AeroPressed or that thing where they siphon it. You know, up and down. What is that called? Siphoning. <laughs> oh, the, like like shoot the like pushes that weird yeah. little like hamburger of coffee out of the top of it. No, no, that's the clover. But they they do that too. Oh, that's the clover. Okay, yeah, yeah, they do that too. But then they also have it looks like a like a laboratory setup. They will it's like space coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of like them making coffee and Breaking Bad in the lab or whatever. Have you yeah. watched Breaking Bad? Yeah, I have. And he's, he's always making coffee on that like huge contraption. Yeah. They also do like seasonal like coffee cocktails almost. Um, they had you can get um, like they, there's one called a mole mocha. Go on. Yeah, you can get it. <laughs> it's not non alcoholic, but it's it's um, yeah, just unusual coffee drinks. <laughs> you can get like a mole mocha, which is espresso and whole milk flavored with smoked chocolate sauce, sesame, and chilies. Ooh, which is interesting. Uh, they have one called a undertow, which is Madagascar vanilla syrup and cold half and a half with a shot of espresso floating on top. Just like unusual coffee drinks. Yeah. And uh, if you wondered why that first roastery notebook is uh, like copper and wood colored, it's because that's what the roastery is. It, everything's everything's in wood and the big giant like coffee roasting tanks are copper. Wow. So, yeah, it's gorgeous in there. If ever any, you get to Seattle, like check that out. Um, I also want to mention that, uh, Wendy, Wendy Lou, uh, who is a member of the group, is she in the chat? Yes, she is. Yay, Wendy. Um, <laughs> uh, she put together a, uh, glossary of graphite. This is super cool. We've been talking about this for a while, uh, having some sort of a glossary of like terms that either we've invented from the group or that exist, uh, in the pencil world in general, things like tooth or things like the Steinbeck stage. She has compiled a lot of these into, a glossary using a wiki software that she's hosting on Dropbox. Um, super cool. It is, so, yeah, it's right right now. The the link is, uh, the link is in show notes, but it is at uh, tiny.cc slash a glossary of graphite, all one word. Um, and then you can drop her a line through the group. And if you want to become a submitter, I guess, a taxonomist, um, and she can add you as an editor and yeah, yeah edit some of this. So yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just made me want to start like naming other things. It's like we should just like <laughs> <laughs> name every possible like variation and part of a pencil and way that you use a pencil and way that you hold a pencil. <laughs> like we'll just like <laughs> and then like pub- we could she could just like publish it as a book. That'd be fun. Oh yeah. They definitely like I- I'm glad that somebody has kind of taken this on. Like I I felt like it would be cool to have like some official erasable glossary, but mm-hmm. I think it's all the richer when there's when there's like independent initiatives to do this. Absolutely. There's a couple mm-hmm. shows. There's one called um actually one that I think you're familiar with, Tim, called Roderick on the Line. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, John Roderick and Merlin Mann. Uh somebody mm-hmm. has come up with a cross reference of all of the recurring themes in all of the episodes. <laughs> wow. Which is pretty awesome. So no pressure, Wendy, to uh, keep it up. <laughs> but it's great because we've we formed all these like terms and definitions um, 
kind of organically. And it's just nice that there's a place to put it now uh, rather than just kind of in um, disparate Facebook posts. So yeah, let's do that. Um, I also want to mention kind of related to that, you know, we've been talking about the Steinbeck stage and the bullet pencil stage. Uh, and we sort of had to come up with um, like an unsharpened pencil. What do you, what do we call that? Uh, and then like, so, so first it starts off as an unsharpened pencil and you, then you wear it down until it reaches your, uh, the palm of your hand, which is what the Steinbeck stage is kind of between that. And then past that, it can fit in a bullet pencil. So we call it the bullet pencil stage. Mm-hmm. Well, what do we call the really long kind of freshly sharpened stage? So my suggestion in the group was to uh, name it after um, this writer named Robert Brault. Um, I've never really heard of any of the things that he's written, but he has a lot of like little quotables. Do, do you know Robert Brault, Tim? I don't, no. Okay, Johnny? I, I, I saw the thing you posted, but yeah, not yeah. familiar. I've never really heard much about him. Um, but yeah, he, he has a quote that says, the average pencil is seven inches long with just a half inch eraser in case you thought optimism was dead, mm-hmm. which is a pretty, pretty great quote. Uh, and one that I've definitely heard before. I just never heard of him, but what I like about it is it kind of cites the length of a brand new pencil with a brand new eraser. So I propose, mm-hmm. uh, the Brault stage for that, that first stage mm-hmm. where it's freshly sharpened. So, uh, interesting. Yeah. I like that option. Cool. So I'm going to go ahead and go with that. Well, maybe we'll put it in the dictionary and the glossary. And I want to do some sort of a cool little like illustration or something with um, all of the various stages. I should talk to you. You do like TJ. The smallest it can be. We should call that a knuckle scratcher. A knuckle scratcher. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I like that. Cool. Uh, Last thing I wanted to mention. um, I think anybody who's part of the group probably saw this, but... Uh, Charles Berlsheimer says that pencils.com will be carrying the Coom masterpiece soon. That's awesome. Yay. Um, so it's just going to be, I I don't even know. Um, I, I assume that he has a little bit more buying power than maybe Gary does for, um, well, not no Geist anymore, but the paper Nary pop-up shop. So, Mm um, you know, when Gary, he's gotten several, like a couple runs of it in and he's sold out within hours, which is awesome. Um, but then, Maybe pencils.com can like get a regular stock and just get that in. So I, I'll feel a little bit less exclusive and special, but I think that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I can deal with that. I think I, think I love that we're, we are in a community where a pencil sharpener will sell out within hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's, <so great. laughs> it's amazing. Uh, you all are a bunch of nerds. <laughs> that's yeah, what that's we awesome. love you. Yes. You're our nerds, our kind of nerds. Thank you for making us feel. <laughs> normal. normal yeah <laughs> uh, so yeah that, oh that i feel like that sounded like i was <laughs> no no dissing them no like no no, no. like oh we're all normal together okay. that's what I meant. i'm not saying like you all are crazy yeah. and i'm normal <laughs> oh, no i don't yeah i think i think we all can, can <laughs> find brotherhood within our abnormalcy <laughs> beautiful <laughs> <laughs> Poetry, <laughs> brotherhood of the abnormals, <laughs> pencil abnormalcy. <laughs> there you go. Doing some snaps for you there. That's beautiful. So uh, the fellowship, yes, the fellowship of the traveling sharpen traveling Steinbeck trio. Did you guys see? Um, 
who was it who took yes, a picture? Richard Hoff is a Hoffpower. Yes. Hoffpower? <laughs> yeah. I t I was gonna bring that up tonight and I forgot. That was so great. Um, so there's the stone the Steinbeck trio, all three of the pencils um, that Steinbeck is is quoted to have used, uh, is currently on tour and is traveling the country and eventually uh, the world. Um, these three pencils. Uh, was it Stephen Watts who sent it out originally? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm like fourth on the like next on the list, so that's awesome. Richard Hoffpower went to the uh, George Bush uh, Presidential Library, where they have a George W. Bush Presidential Library, uh, where they have a uh, replica of the Oval Office, and he set the uh, John Steinbeck business card and the three pencils and the little pencil dish there, um, <laughs> pencil cup. It's super awesome. Yeah, that was amazing. So well done, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, it's so great. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because I had screen. I took a screenshot of that on my phone because I was going to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, in conversation, it just slipped my mind. Maybe I'll try to use a uh, an image of that. Oh man! So I don't live too far away from the. Um, I think from the Reagan Presidential Library. Isn't that in Sacramento? No, that's not. That's somewhere else. I'll have to check it out. Uh, maybe I'll go to a, to a different presidential library and do that. <laughs> we'll just collect <laughs> shots of it in every presidential library. Yeah. Uh, Michael Metz, you're in the Chicagoland area. We'll have to send it back to you so you can go to the Obama presidential library uh, to put that on display. <laughs> oh, and, and he says in the chat that the uh, Reagan library is in LA, just north of LA. So a little far for oh, me, but. Simi Valley. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> Cool. Californians. Uh, so a friend of mine asked me if uh, just, I don't know why they didn't just Google it, but they were like, how far are you from LA? And I'm like, well, 10 hour drive. <laughs> it's kind of, <laughs> California is kind of a long state. Uh, Let me get out my, you know, my, my compass and my map. This is related to nothing, but like I completely didn't, I just don't know West coast geography. Cause I had never been out here before I lived out here. Um, and I, th I figured Seattle was maybe, oh, like, you know, three, four hours drive north of San Francisco. No, it's like 650 miles away. It's, it's <laughs> like a two hour flight. <laughs> so I had, I had no idea <laughs> the West coast is a really long state. It's huge. Yeah. Long coast. yeah. It's not as curvy as uh, the East coast is. All right. Anything else to add before we wrap up? I don't think so. I think I'm, I'm, I'm fresh out. Cool. Johnny? I'm saving up for next time. I don't know why. Yes. <laughs> uh, cool. So, yeah, we've kept this right about 45 minutes or so. Yeah. <laughs> if anybody anybody who's listening wants to recommend something to me for my my gift card, I'm, I'd love some, some recommendations of something new and something weird, yeah. uh, pencil-wise. So, on that note, uh, Tim, if they wanted to find you on the Internet in order to give you a recommendation, mm -hmm. where would they find you? That's a good question, Andy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Tim Wassum. That's T-I-M-W-A-S-E-M -E as in masterpiece. And I'm on Instagram at Timothy Wassum. And that's me. Real quick, Tim, did you, uh, did you know that you are also on Twitter as Tim underscore Wassum? Yes. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to kill that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I had... So don't yeah, check that account. I was trying, well, actually what happened is that I had Tim Wassum, which had, I was, you know, not following many people and it was, 
I had just limited it to like people I knew, and then I started writing Arsenal, and that became the Twitter account that I actually liked using. And so I added that underscore to the other one so that I could convert writing Arsenal to Tim Wasson. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I haven't figured out how to delete the other one. <laughs> I am. I'm the one who went to great lengths to email somebody in Cebu in the Philippines to get <laughs> wood clinched on Twitter. <laughs> I'm on a similar mission right now. I'll tell you about later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll enjoy hearing that. Uh, Johnny, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at PencilRevolution.com, on Twitter at Pensolution, and on Instagram at Johnny Gamber, one word. Gotcha. How about you, Mr. Andy? Uh, I am uh, on Twitter at, at A Wellfly, A W E L F as in uh, field notes, <laughs> le.com, <laughs> or not.com, it's Twitter. <laughs> How does Twitter work? Uh, or at Woodclinched if you're interested in uh, following just pencil talk. Um, I am on Instagram at a, as a Wellfly. Um, and my website is woodclinch.com. Uh, this is the Erasable Podcast. Uh, we are on Twitter at Erasable Podcast uh, or just on the web at uh, erasable.us. Uh, this episode can be found at erasable.us slash 44 for episode 44. Come be a part of our group, our really amazing, rich, incredibly time-consuming time <laughs> group. Uh, that is at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. We are almost 900 strong. It's also the best place to go if you want to find out about the live stream, which we do during episodes, if you want to lis- listen to us live with some, some behind-the-scenes commentary. Um, and the time is up for... Interpretation. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it is. Uh, I if I put it in, it'll probably be on Pacific time. Um, or 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 you can find out about it if you go to Mixler m i x l r dot com slash erasable and subscribe to our events. As soon as I put it in there, the event re- reservation, uh, I think you get notified about it. Erasable podcast is on Instagram at Instagram at at erasable podcast. Uh, and please, uh, if you're listening to us via the iTunes directory, please give us ratings and reviews. Recommend us on Overcast or whatever podcatcher app you use. That helps us become visible to more people uh, so we can grow our listenership, so we can spread spread the good word about pencils. Have you heard the good word, Brother Tim? <laughs> That's a great question, Andy. <laughs> Sorry, last time I'm going to do that. <laughs> Has this ever happened to you? You want to talk to somebody about pencils, but you don't know where to start. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, Thanks for listening in, and we will catch you in two weeks. Bye-bye. The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.